0: there is no such thing as someone who can't change, right? All of our brains have the capacity to change. Our bodies have the capacity to change. I decided that in my mind, I would have like a moment of curtains up. And I would sort of imagine that I was about to like get on this stage. And even though I was scared, I would remind myself that i'm about to embark on an adventure i'm about to do something new and brave and adventurous and exciting welcome to the art of speaking up a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them i'm your host jessica guzzik And my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Jess. I'm the host of this show and I am a career coach for women who work in the 9 to 5 space. I help women build confidence, find their voice, create powerful careers, become leaders, and I do this work because I had a career in the 9 to 5 space and in my career journey I very much struggled with confidence, self-esteem, imposter syndrome. I struggled a lot with speaking up and finding my voice. I sort of see speaking up and finding one's voice as like a symptom of the deeper problem, which is a confidence problem and an internal struggle. And because I experienced that so intensely in my career, as I evolved through it and got stronger and kind of reflected on my own journey, I wanted to bring out this dialogue around what we experience at work as women when it comes to struggling with our voice and our self-confidence. And so I started this podcast while I was very much in the midst of my own confidence building journey. And as I grew and evolved and as the show grew and evolved, I eventually made this my full-time job. So this is what I do now. I do this podcast And I support women in building confidence and finding a really empowering, badass voice in the meeting room. And I do that through this show. I do that through my newsletter that I send out every week. I do that through my one-on-one coaching. And I do that through my signature group program, The Art of Speaking Up Academy. And I do that through my corporate workshops and trainings. That is what I do. And today's episode is so near and dear to my heart in so many ways. It's such a personal topic for me. You know, everything that I talk about on this show, like literally everything, is something that I've struggled with and grown through. So the things that I share with you, so many of them are deeply personal, right? Some of the things I share with you on this show are more like very tactical, But a lot of the inner confidence and mindset stuff that I share with you, it feels deeply personal because it comes from my own personal experience. And today's episode is very much centered around the topic of fear and that feeling, that really intense feeling of fear that you might feel either like right before you're about to start a meeting or right before you're about to start giving a presentation or maybe it's right before you're about to jump in and contribute something and like speak up in a meeting where maybe everyone in the meeting is more senior than you or maybe it's a really intimidating meeting but it's about that moment right before you speak and each person has their own definition of what that moment is right so for some women they're not as scared to give a presentation and to share something with a group but they're much more scared to speak on the spot right some women are struggle with both of those things, right? There's all these different combinations, but this episode is really about that moment, that instant in time right before you speak. And I don't know if you listened to, um, it was one of my season finales. I believe it, I want to say it was like my season four finale. It's called The Moment of Dread Before You Introduce Yourself to the Room. Spoiler, it's about the moment of dread before you introduce yourself to the room, I wrote this personal essay about my experience. I'll link that episode in the show notes in case you want to listen. But I wrote this personal essay about my experience of like being in meetings. And then, you know, when you're in a meeting and they, God, why do people do this? Why do we do this to ourselves? But you know, when you're in a meeting and they go around and say like, everyone introduce yourself and like share a fun fact about yourself. That would create like such a heightened anxiety for me. And I wrote an entire like, Long personal essay about what it was like for me in like the moments and the few seconds leading up to my turn. And I I wrote that essay for a few different reasons, like to share my experience and express myself and make anyone who's experienced that feel less alone. But one of the reasons that I specifically chose that topic was because I believe that those instances in time and that brief moment right before you speak, like where you're feeling really scared and your emotions are really heightened. I believe there's so much richness in that moment. And that moment isn't always a fun moment or an easy moment, but there's so much gold and valuable insight and deep growth that can happen from deepening your understanding of that moment, of those few seconds right before you speak and really understanding what those few seconds are like for you and what you're thinking and how you're feeling and what emotions you're experiencing and what you're feeling in your body. I think when you're willing to give yourself the space to explore that which can be really challenging, right? Because when you're in a moment as uncomfortable as that, you just want to run and escape and you don't want to be like, let me like look with a magnifying glass at what that horrible experience was like for me, right? Like we don't always want to do that. But I believe when we're willing to do that with a lens of compassion, we can learn so much about ourselves. And I believe, and what I have seen to be true in my own life and in the journey of so many of the women that I support is that we have the power over time to change what we experience in that moment. We can change how we feel mentally, and over time, we can even change how our body reacts Sometimes it takes time, and sometimes it's a slow process, but I really believe that we have so much capacity to show up for ourselves and to feel differently during that very scary, tender, vulnerable moment where we're feeling very afraid in those few seconds and instances just before we speak up, and that's what this episode is about. And what I'm sharing with you today is a mindset tool and a little bit of a framework that really helped me change my relationship with the fear of speaking up. And for me in particular, it changed my relationship with stage fright. So when it comes to speaking up, my journey is that when I started my career, I was terrified of all forms of speaking up. I was scared to jump in in small meetings, big meetings. I was scared to present my work. Like anything that was like me speaking in a meeting, I was terrified of. As my career went on, I became very comfortable much more quickly in unstructured conversations and more dynamic conversations and my journey of navigating my fear around like formal presentations and like navigating like the stage fright experience of that has taken a lot longer and been a lot more challenging for me and so what i'm sharing with you here is a tool that really changed for me how i experience stage fright and how i experience the moments before like i have to speak or before i have to present and you can use this either if you get staged right or you feel scared before presenting, or you can use this for any instance where you're just in those moments right before you are going to speak and you're, you're in that really, really scary space. And in that space, you might be deciding whether you're going to speak up or not, right? Like sometimes you have the option not to speak Or it might be a situation where you're going to have to speak, right? Like the the around-the-room intros. Like you know when it gets to you, you're going to have to speak. And either way, I think that this will help you navigate that moment. And I want to start this episode by telling you the story of how this came to me and how I learned this. So in 2019, yep, it was 2019, I signed up for my first ever improv class. So I started my journey of learning theater. It looked so fun to me to get on stage and make jokes and make the audience laugh. I love making people laugh. I love making you laugh on this podcast, usually by making fun of myself. It's one of my favorite things to do. But I love comedy. Love it. It's in my bones. So I I signed up for an improv class. And I was really excited about the class. The only thing that I was not excited about was that there was a live performance at the end of the class. And I had like a big nagging anxiety about that because it felt very terrifying for me to be on a stage doing improv with people watching me. But I was so drawn to the class and so excited to develop this skill that I signed up anyway. And I kind of like sort of, ignored the performance that was coming up because it was like too stressful for me to think about. And I even remember as it was getting closer or as I would tell friends like, oh, I'm taking an improv class. They would say like, they would say like, oh, tell me like when your show is so I can come watch you. And I remember like wanting to like not tell people like I didn't want my friends to come because I'm so scared that I was going to make a fool of myself and I didn't want people in the audience who knew me watching me do that. So it was like that kind of feeling of like, this thing is coming up on your calendar. It's really scary. You're not sure how it's going to go. And this was my first time performing on stage ever. And then obviously it was my first time performing something unplanned. Improv is unplanned, right? That's like part of the reason it was so terrifying. And even though, you know, it's just a show for like a intro level improv class, um, the theater fills up for those shows because everyone, like, invites their friends and family. So like, even though it's like a novice show, you're playing to a full theater. Like, and you're playing, like on a stage that you've like watched other professionals play on. So, like, it felt pretty real to me and it felt pretty scary. And I remember the day of the show, I was very, very anxious. I'm feeling a little bit anxious just thinking about it and accessing that memory. But I remember I was really, really scared. I remember even like the day before, I was really like dreading it. You know, when you're in like a deep dread and it's like really hard to be present for like your life around you because you're just like thinking of like this scary thing that's coming up. That's what that was like for me. So finally, we got to the moment where the show was going to start and we were backstage. So we can't really see the theater until we come on stage. And how it worked is that like me and my improv classmates, we were all backstage together. And our teacher would like go on the stage and introduce us. And then he would like signal to us like, okay, it's time for you guys to come on stage. Like it's time for you to walk onto the stage. And that was kind of the point of no return. So like he asked us to like come onto the stage and we're behind the curtains and we just have to wait (laughs) until the curtains open and the show starts And, like, I had this moment where I was, like, behind the curtain, panicking. And I was, like, oh, my God. Like, I don't think I can handle this. Like, I don't think I can tolerate this. I'm so scared. This is so uncomfortable. I'm going to embarrass myself. I should have lied to my friends and, like, not had them come. Because I had several friends in the audience there to watch me. But for the first time ever, like, even though I felt so fearful, something happened in the moment that like the curtains went up and we came out onto the stage. And what happened in that moment was like, the curtains went to the side, we came out onto the stage and there was like this big shining spotlight on the stage. And I had this instance of like, for the first time ever, like in all my years of stage fright, this had never happened to me. But during that show, on that day, feeling so scared and so nervous, I had this instance of like, this is so exciting. And I felt this feeling in my body that I had never felt before. And I, I've i hated being on stage. I've hated being in the spotlight. I've hated being the center of attention. Like those experiences of revealing myself to the audience have always felt unpleasant. And for the first time ever, I was in those unpleasant feelings and in that scary anticipation of like being seen and being in front of a huge audience of people. But for the first time ever, I felt this sense of excitement and adventure. And it was so crazy because the show ended up being so much fun And I had such a good time and I loved it. And even though I had been so scared and so anxious before, something had happened and something had alchemized within me in that moment when the curtains went up. And because I'm on my own journey, and especially back in 2019 of like, finding a confident voice, being less afraid to talk to big groups of people, like finding a a voice in like bigger forums, especially. That's an area that I'm definitely still growing in, like speaking to a big room of people, getting on stage in front of a big room of people. I realized that I wanted to take that experience and bring it with me. So I developed this concept for myself called curtains up. And curtains up is this idea of like, you're in this moment, right before you're going to start speaking. And there's going to just be a moment where the curtain is going to go up. And I think about being backstage for that improv show and kind of like surrendering to that, right? Like I didn't necessarily control when the improv teacher was going to call us on the stage and when the curtains were going to go up and the lights were going to go on. Like all those things just happened, but there was something also so exciting in that moment of like, oh my gosh, this audience is here to like see me and this feels so cool. I decided that then if I was speaking or doing something scary, maybe something at work, or like I've done some big speaking engagements now that I have the podcast. And so anytime I was kind of like stretching myself out of my comfort zone and speaking in front of like a big group of people or just like saying something scary or doing something intimidating, I decided that in my mind, I would have like a moment of curtains up. And I would sort of imagine that I was about to like get on this stage. And even though I was scared, I would remind myself that I'm about to embark on an adventure. I'm about to do something new and brave and adventurous and exciting. And that experience of deciding that for myself helped me access other feelings that were different and more useful than the feeling of fear. Now what I do is if I have something challenging, I tell myself that even though the few instances before I begin might feel scary, I tell myself that I want to treat it as curtains up. I want to imagine that even though it's scary, I also have this cool, exciting experience of once the curtains go up, I get to do this brave, adventurous thing, and I get the honor of being on this stage, and I get to explore what is possible for me to do in that space and in that experience, even if I'm feeling fearful. The reason that this is so powerful and potent for me and the reason that this could possibly be very powerful and potent for you is that when you think of your curtains up moment, right? And you think of this idea of like the moment that you surrender and decide you're going to speak or you start the presentation or you begin speaking or whatever it is. When you think of what's happening in that moment, What's happening in that moment is the alchemy of the woman you're becoming. So what's happening in that curtains up moment for you where you finally speak is not just that you have to deliver this dreadful presentation or that you have to speak in this meeting when you feel like you just want to like shrivel up and like run away. What's happening in in that moment is that you're showing up for something that is stretching you into a place and towards a capacity that you don't yet have. And if you are showing up to be stretched in that way, by definition, that experience is going to strengthen you and going to take you one step closer to becoming the resilient, powerful woman that you want to be. And so the sense of adventure and the sense of bravery for you is in what is going to happen when you show up. Up for this moment and show yourself that you can do it. This doesn't mean that you're not going to feel fearful. And it doesn't mean that the presentation is not going to feel hard, right? Like it doesn't mean it's going to feel super easy. But what it does mean is that you are seeing the experience as an experience of new unknown territory and adventure and possibility rather than an experience of like being trapped and helpless and doomed. It's this decision to be like a pioneer or an adventurer who's like, well, I don't know what's ahead and this is really unknown and really scary, but there's something about me that actually wants to step into this unknown and scary thing and actually wants to move towards it because I know that in that process, by doing that, I'm going to build something that I didn't have before and I'm going to uncover a part of me that I didn't even know was there. One thing that really, really helps me with this is, and you should try this and let me know how it goes, is to imagine like this is the moment that I'm becoming her, right? Like this current moment, this big moment of fear This is the moment where I'm becoming her. This is the moment where I get to practice being the woman I want to be, having the voice I want to have, having the confidence I want to have. And when I look at it that way, And I imagine like, okay, who am I going to be in one year? And who am I going to be in five years? And who am I going to be like 10 years from now? And I imagine that I'm already that woman like 10 years from now who loves talking to like a room, let's say a room full of a thousand people. Like that doesn't scare me. I'm so excited. Like when I become that woman, I'm going to look at that this moment right now and be like, holy shit, I showed up for that moment. And that was one of the moments that made me who I am right now. And it gets me excited. It gets me excited because it's not just this scary thing anymore, but it's an opportunity for me to step into something bigger and step into something that I'm becoming. What I would encourage you to do is try to identify those curtains up moments in meetings and in your careers. There are a few like really big, obvious curtains up moments, right? So one example is like that first question you get asked in the interview, right? Like that's like curtains up, like you're starting the interview, right? or like that first thing you say to kick off your presentation that's like a curtains up moment or maybe you're running a big meeting and people are starting to join and it's time for you to start talking and you know welcoming people into the meeting that's a curtains up moment i really want you to identify these curtains up moments in your work life and in your career like these little moments where all of a sudden it is time for you to step into the spotlight and i want you to become really intimate with what you experience in those moments because the first step to change is awareness of your current experience and what I find to be true with all of my clients I can't think of a single person where this wasn't true and in myself too is often in that curtains up moment of fear and of anxiety. There's a lot of harshness and self-judgment and self-criticism. And so one thing that I would really encourage you to think about and to notice is how you're speaking to yourself in that curtains up moment, in those few moments where the fear is really big, right? Notice what you're feeling, notice the sensations, notice the emotions, and then also notice like, what are you saying to yourself? Is your inner critic, like that super critical mean voice inside your head, is your inner critic giving you a lot of commentary on how you're feeling and why you shouldn't be feeling scared, right? Because one of the first things you want to do is notice that and get better at observing that because the better you get at observing that, the more mental space you'll have over time, to start to say, like, oh, that's just my inner critic, like telling me that I'm crap, but that's not necessarily true. And I don't have to choose to believe that that narrative that I have in my mind about myself is true. And as you get better at that, that is going to open up space for you to orient mentally towards that curtains up moment in a different way. And you can begin to bring in new energies and new feelings. And the energy and feeling that works really well for me is the energy of this is an adventure. I'm about to get on stage for the first time. I'm about to do my first show. I'm about to step into the spotlight. This is such a brave, bold, courageous adventure. And that really helps me show up for it. That helps me get into an energy of, well, it helps me get out of an energy of like feeling very trapped and scared and almost helpless and into an energy of strength and determination and even some pleasure and enjoyment I have found is is now possible for me. When if you had (laughs) said that I might enjoy speaking to big groups of people, if you had said that to an older version of me, I would have been like, oh, hell no. Now, that doesn't mean that the fear isn't present, but it means that I have sufficient room for other feelings too alongside the fear and sometimes there's room for enjoyment. So I want you to identify your curtains up moments and become really intimate with what those moments are like for you. What are you feeling? What are you saying to yourself? And get really, really good at self-observing because as you get better at self-observing, it's going to clear up space in your mind to go from totally being consumed by your inner critic to then being better at like noticing and observing your self-judgment and self-criticism. And then after that, you'll then get better at bringing in new perspectives to the situation, right? So alongside the fear, you can do what I do and you can bring in a perspective of adventure and bravery, excitement. You could also bring in a feeling or perspective of determination. I can totally do this. You can bring in a perspective of grit I can handle this. I've got this. I can do really hard things. You can bring in a perspective of kindness, gentleness, love, self compassion. I have my back no matter what. I love myself even if I bomb this, right? But as you get better at at observing that critical voice and observing what's going on in your mind, there's going to be room for you to bring in new perspectives. And that curtains up moment is a perfect way and a perfect place, a perfect opportunity for you to begin to rewire self-sabotage. Because what tends to happen in that curtains-up moment, if you're not self-observing and you're letting your inner critic really talk you down and make you feel really bad, what happens is self-sabotage. The inner critic makes you feel worse about what's happening and you fall into a story that you can't handle it. And as a result, You don't summon your own inner strength and inner courage. Like, as a result, there's like something in you that you could have brought to that moment, but you never had a chance to bring it. And so, what we're doing here is trying to open up a little window to move out of that self sabotage and say, even though I feel scared and even though I kind of want to shrink and let this experience get away from me and show up really small. I'm going to keep showing up moment to moment to moment as best as I possibly can, right? It's like the difference between getting asked a hard question in an interview and then like spiraling down, or like fumbling your words in a presentation and spiraling down, or getting asked a hard question about your presentation and spiraling down. Like it's the difference between the spiraling down and being like, no. I'm going to show up for this. And that kerns up moment is such a beautiful place to practice getting out of that pattern of feeling trapped and feeling like the situation is so big and so scary and like it owns you and rewiring Any self-criticism and any self-sabotage that's happening in those moments and learning how to bring in a sense of determination and grit and self-compassion and adventure into those moments because that's what's going to help you navigate them differently. To navigate those moments differently... You're going to have to bring in different perspectives and different feelings and different energies. And it takes time and practice and repetition and reflection to build these capacities within you. But it is absolutely possible. And there is no such thing as someone who can't change, right? All of our brains have the capacity to change. Our bodies have the capacity to change. So this is possible for you. It might take time. It might take commitment. It might take a lot of meetings. It it might be something that you have to try many times and that you have to invest time and focus in, but it's absolutely possible. And so I encourage you to find those curtains up moments, get really good at observing your inner experience and over time practice and play with what other inner perspectives and experiences do you want to bring to that curtains up moment so that when the curtain goes up and the lights are on you and it's time to speak, you have something in you propelling you forward. I hope that you found this helpful. And if you're having any ah ahas or any takeaways, send me a note. I love hearing from you all so much. It makes me so happy when I get an email from a listener of the show. So please don't be shy and please send me a note. I will drop my email in the show notes. It's jessica at up.com. And if you want to join me and work with me more closely on your journey of finding a powerful voice, finding confidence, learning how to feel stronger and more solid both in those curtains at moments, but in all of the moments where you're speaking up, I invite you to join the waitlist for the Art of Speaking Up Academy. The Art of Speaking Up Academy is my signature group program. It's a six month program where I teach you the foundational confidence and communication skills that you need to feel strong, confident, and powerful in the meeting room and to make a really solid impression on your boss and your leaders and coworkers so that you have a powerful reputation and can step into bigger and bigger things in your career. I smile just thinking about it because when you build these capabilities and you go through this change, the options and what's possible for you expands so much, right? Like When you feel solid in meetings, you find your voice in meetings, you feel better in your bones about who you are, it just completely changes what you feel like is possible for you and your ambitions start to go up. You start to dream a lot bigger for yourself and you start to go for bigger things, things that might have seemed too big for you to go for before. So I just love it. If you want to join the waitlist, I'm going to drop the link in the show notes below. It's justguessitcoaching.com slash Academy. And I'm going to have a couple of like special treats and a special event with the Art of Speaking Up Academy waitlist while those of you on the waitlist are waiting for the next cohort to launch. So if you join the waitlist, I'm excited to meet you and support you. I hope you're having such a beautiful day. Thank you for tuning into the show. I hope you're enjoying season six. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your feedback. Let me know all the things. Thank you for being here. I will catch you next week and have a wonderful rest of your day.